Hello, everybody. This is Rafal Davidovich, and welcome to the Explorations Podcast. We are continuing our, expor- our exploration of the Sefer Tanya, Sefer Shalbenunim. And these chapters in the 40s now, we are already now at chapter 43, are exploring the two-sided coin, the two forms of devotion that a Jewish neshama that we can spiritually have towards Hashem. These two forms of devotion are referred to in Hebrew as Yira and Ahava. As we explained in the previous chapters, Yira is usually translated as fear or reverence or awe, and Ahava is usually translated as love. And both of these have to exist. And he already explained in chapters 41 and 42, the nature of Yira, of what it means to fear, that sense of... uh, of awe that, of course, I have to do what Hashem says, and I can't consider disobeying even for a moment. So chapter 43 continues this theme and explains that Yira, fear, as Ahava, also has two sides. So this is a well-known theme in much of Jewish thought, what is known as two that are four, that sometimes we have something that is referred to as having two elements or two sides to it, But then, each of those two things also has two ways of viewing it. So chapter 43 over here, as actually we had earlier in chapters 38 and 39, are continuing this particular way of thinking about things. So this chapter says that Yira, that fear, has two sides to it. The first side is the basic one that we referred to in chapter 41, meaning the idea that you have to obey. That this is your king, this is your source, and it should be considered impossible in your mind to possibly disobey and to rebel against God, to revolt against God. So that is the first love of a Yira, because no matter how unspiritual you consider yourself, you should understand the idea that there's someone you should listen to, and we need to obey HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And this is meant to precede a higher level of fear, which every one of us would consider far more spiritual, what is known as Yiras Boshas, meaning it's not the fear of, oh no, I can't disobey because I will be punished, but rather it's a deeper form, like a shameful fear. Like if you were to ask how you could disobey someone who you feel you owe everything to. It's not that you're afraid of being punished. It's that the thought of disobeying is just simply shameful. And this comes from just a little bit of contemplation. If you consider how you are nothing in relation to God, and that the whole world is as nothing before God, then thinking about that is a form of yira. Not that you're afraid of getting a slap or of being spanked or being punished. Rather, it's how could I possibly disobey someone when I am nothing in reality compared to that greater reality of the source of the entire universe. So that is the higher level of fear. And this is meant in normal circumstances in terms of one's growth to precede any level of ahava, of love. Because first, a Jewish mind and Jewish heart and soul needs to understand, I have to listen to God. I couldn't possibly consider disobeying. And then you come to a higher level, the second level of ahava, of appreciating how much you love the true source of your life. Now, the Balatanya says 
that even though this is usually the way that the progression of spiritual growth takes place, exceptions do occur. God has created the world with a certain level of kindness that sometimes someone who is very, very far away from contemplating God and understanding God comes to a certain realization of how beautiful the world is, how beautiful the universe is, and how beautiful God is who has created such a beautiful, wonderful world and who has created me. And this sudden impetus of love, of Ava occurs, and it is therefore possible some, for someone who is a total Russia, who is wicked, who has been awful his whole life, to do a teshuva me Ahava, to repent and to return to God out of love. Now, Baruch Hashem, I can tell you that I've had the experience of having many people tell me that in this generation, this actually occurs quite frequently, and it is a beautiful thing to behold, that you have Jews who have been so far from actual observance of tradition and of the Torah, and then they come to a realization at some point later in life, whenever that is, and that love hits, and it's a beautiful thing, and it should, of course, be encouraged. However, that doesn't change the fact that in the regular progression of day-to-day -day life, it's better to think of what you have to do before you come to a full realization of how much you love God, because we have to be observing the Torah every day, regardless of how much or how little we love God on a day-to-day -day basis. The chapter now concludes with saying that there are two levels of love. One level comes from this contemplation of looking how beautiful the world is, and how beautiful the Torah is, and therefore how beautiful the creator of the world, and how wonderful the giver of the, the creator of the Torah is. And then there's this other level which he alluded to, Ahava Rabba, an abundant love. And this is something that comes as a pure gift from God above. And this is something that we can all appreciate as well. So we conclude this chapter by reviewing that this is the chapter that speaks about the two kinds of devotion. Devotion of Yira and devotion of Ahava. And the devotion of Yira, fear, has two sides to it, and the devotion of love also has two sides to it. Thank you all for listening.